Thank you for tuning in to episode three. I got Spence on the other side talking wide receivers and a few other side topics. Is bowling shirtless allowed? We talk about it. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us at the one clap on Twitter. Let's hit it. Before I get questions, man, I'd like to say something. Everybody one clap. You're looking for this opportunity to revitalize your career. I don't need to revitalize nothing. I don't cut checks. Everybody one clap. All right, we got Spence on the line here. What's up, buddy? What's going on, Boomy? Feeling good? <laughs> Feeling great. It's Friday. Cold beer in the hand. I'm talking to my favorite prick in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Now you're coming at me. Last time it was me coming at you. Uh, you, I, you know. don't, don't think I didn't forget about that, pal. Oh, man. You're like an elephant. You never forget. <laughs> you ready for your, your, for your golf day tomorrow with the neighbors? Yeah, they don't call me Greg Mickelson for nothing. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you know the other guys that you're going with. Are they? Do they golf? Or are they? Do they know what right, they're doing? So, like, what's what's the deal? So here's the deal. So let me break it down to you like a fraction, in the words of Boomer. Um, so you're supposed to go in groups of four. I'm learning that, and uh, we had four guys from our street going. We invited, they all, uh, one of them's okay. The other three, including myself, sucks very badly. So they invited four more guys. I have no idea if they're like fucking golf pros or like collegiate, you know, captain of the college golf team. I, I have no idea, but whatever. There'll be beer and that's all I'm looking forward to. Well, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. I I yeah. hope you do well. I really do. I'd almost like to see some of the shenanigans out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we might need two more people, and that's not even just a joke. We might need two more people as of, like, last 10 minutes. I don't know if you have any orgies planned or any uh, photo shoots or anything of that nature. but Actually, might- both at the same time, uh, if you're being completely honest. But <laughs> I might be able to get, get out of that one before, before 10, so I might have a sliver of time. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. 11.30 tea time. I'll have, to, I'll have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> no. We'll see. Um, All right. Let's get in. Yeah, I'm excited, though. What are you drinking? What, what, are you, what are you popping? What's your podcast juice right now? Got a little Lanch Dark. Lanch Dark? All right. Yeah. yeah. It's my, one of my favorite summer beers. I'm going with the Rolling Rock. Yeah? Okay. I, you know what? I'm, I might have a new love for it because it's got me through some hard times in this this quarantine shit not just the quarantine that's that's like you got the roll rock hat that looks like it's from like fucking 1950 no that's a that's a mountain dew hat i do need a roll rock hat although you know you just brought up a good point i seen (laughs) you know what i was talking about yeah there's they have these hawaiian shirt themed hawaiian shirt with like beer, so like they have a Rolling Rock one. They got a Miller Lite. They got a Budweiser. They got a Bush Latte, which is pretty fire. Yeah, yeah I'm that's... thinking about getting that as like my official golf shirt for the summer. I don't know. I mean, my jaw just hit the floor because I'm beyond belief surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I got another. I mean, your attire, your attire astounds me. It makes me <laughs> laugh, but and. Uh, 
might may offend people, but it's you. And you know, keep on trucking. It's my tactic, man. Like I know you know that I do that to like jar people. If I look like a moron out there, they don't <laughs> I see on the shorts. Man. They don't see the 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 intensity in my eyes when it comes to putting and chipping. Like they no no one gets it. But you go out like that. Last year at the short trip, I mean, we do a short trip every year, and uh, well, 20 guys, 20 girls, it's a shit show. And I was already drunk. I mean, at this point, I could have seen anything, and it wouldn't have surprised me. But when I wa- when you walked in, like, all right, everybody get dressed, 10 minutes till we leave. You walked in, and I looked at your outfit, at which you probably looked in the mirror and gave the thumbs up and came walking in. I, I, we had to take 20 minutes because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I had that I had that outfit planned for weeks. And I knew That's it. I couldn't wait because I didn't want to say nothing to you. I just wanted to put it on, get ready, walk in the room, and just have you just die. Because uh, you just weren't going to have it. Because it's all about, you know, you want to look fresh in a nice T-shirt. And, you know, yeah, you look fresh. Yep. It was a you hit, Listen, I, I don't I don't care what you say. That was a hit. Oh, I like that sound. You like that little little pop there? That was a rolling rock yeah. pop. Oh, right from the straight from the thirty three glass line tanks of Latrobe, PA, my friend. This is not an Oof. advertisement. I was just gonna say you're hired. That should be our beer sponsor, but all right. <laughs> all so right. what we're gonna go into was, um, so you know now we've been through quarantine a couple months now and and kind of going through it. I was having this thought the other day. I was like, man, if I knew I was going to be like just basically home for three months, you know, what would I, let's just say money aside and like house aside. If I lived in a normal house and I had money, wasn't an issue. Like what would I, what would, what would you put in or like install or buy to like, kind of like help you pass the time or like anything that you put in your house to like, kind of make your house better to be, for three months of sitting in there doing nothing, basically. I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about because if you put no limits on it, maybe you can get some crazy, there's some crazy ideas, but you know, how many, how many, I didn't go too crazy. Yeah. I got a few. I didn't go too crazy. There's only only so much you can do. There's not really like, yeah. Yeah. One of, one of them, something I want to do for real, but I was in no rush to just taking care of things. You know, because I didn't know we were going to have a fucking pandemic where we were going to be uh, locked like prisoners in our home when things were really bad. And it, it would have been, been nice to get a little bit of fucking notice so I could have had a few of these things prepared. So Okay. We'll help um, with it. You want to? All right. So this is the one that's realistic. Affordable. There's nicer ones. There's better ones. I've been meaning to do it. It, how sweet, and you can use it year-round, winter or summer. I've been meaning to get a hot tub. I, if I if I knew this pandemic bleh, pandemic was coming, I was like, okay, March 25th, whenever it came, where the lockdown occurred, I would have made sure I had a sweet-ass hot tub sitting in my backyard ready to go for that freaking lockdown. And I didn't do it. And you couldn't go out and get one because everything was closed. So I was no, you, you actually like really couldn't get one because a lot of those hot tub parts, they're special. Like most of the hot tub manufacturing comes from Italy. Yeah. Italy was hit the hardest after that. So like you right. couldn't get these. They were like back ordered and you, they're not being made basically. So the parts aren't made from China. 
China. Not, no, no, I, no, they just big Italian things with the. Yeah, there was a big problem with that. Apparently, I heard. My, right, I think my dad tried sick. to get a jacuzzi, and he was like, "It was nothing, the backwater type of thing." So, well, well in real world, one, I kind of like had that on my list of yeah. things too. But yeah, I had this one idea. Maybe I need to send, like, put a picture out of this. But you ever see one of those like mega, like giant bed slash sofa things? It's like a giant square. And like it's got like it's like a big flat area with like recliner part and there's like a bed part and like oh my it's got god it's like one. <laughs> yeah it's got cooler it's got the speakers it's got the charging <clears throat> things it's got the you know the massaging does chairs it a, does it have a toilet on there like you literally don't have to fucking move that'll cost extra apparently I looked into that so uh, you know you got to worry about the, <laughs> the plumbing's the issue not the toilet part but the thing is. I just was no like, money's yeah. not an issue. You could be money's you not could, an issue. Pl- yeah, the plumbing could have been top notch. Yeah, but I, I want to put it in my living room. Like I would just want to sleep and sit out here all day. Okay, it. maybe it's air conditioned. Fair enough. Put like a little okay. hood over it. You know, I don't know. Like I have maybe I'd send the picture or tweet it out, but like it would be just like there's this giant like bed. I would just I would just live in that thing all day. So that was Push like a button and a bl- a blonde comes out. Well, if nobody's an issue, I'd have all you know, all types of <laughs> yeah. different scenarios there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the blow, the, the blow up doll like comes up from the middle <laughs> like a pole. The blow up doll. I mean, you, you could you you can you can graduate to a human, you know. Oh, you know. Hey, well, that I, we'll have to look into that. There may be something. All right, pal. I'm with you. You usually got to pay extra for that type of action. If that makes sense. All right, this one's completely not realistic. That's a good one, by the way. You're gonna have to. Send I'm me just that thinking link. first. It's like to... a, it's like a, you know, basic thing, but like kind of need it in this, in this environment. Okay, fair enough. That's on everybody's list. You know, mm-hmm. just wasn't number one. All right. Yeah. Um, um, this one's not realistic at all. But okay. Jackie got tired of cooking. We're talking pandemic here. We got a little weirded out about getting takeout. So. Um, I would have loved to have a personal chef come in my house every day, fully protected mask, a hot chick, of course, um, specializes in the, specializes in the Hooters wings recipe. uh, Just have like a Hooters, just a Hooters like type waitress, like waiting on you. Is that what you're saying? Oh, the, the attire would be very offending and, uh, would, uh, Tell Jackie to uh, uh, go clean our sock drawer whenever she did come in, and oh that would, dinner would be ready every night. It would be eye candy, and money isn't an issue, and dinner is served every night, and that would be fucking awesome. Again, totally unrealistic, but money – actually, not really. If money's not an issue, why can't I have a personal chef – Dressed like a whore, come in and serve me dinner every night. It's it's totally realistic. I no, you're right. I mean, it's it's like pretty pretty offensive. But I mean, listen, that was on my short list. I, I was going to say personal co- chef. I offended you. You you actually might have offended me on that one. But no, not listen, a I'm with not you. Not a chance. Okay, okay. That's a good one because, like, you know, you take. Because like you know, maybe the first couple weeks or couple weeks or days, you, everything's good. You're making dinner, and then like, dude, 
I don't feel like making. Di- I hate making food now. Like it's come. It's become like this giant chore of like. Right. Like what the fuck? Like, and I hate. And then like, you have to go out to the supermarket and put on a mask, yeah, mask and go. Up. Park, and you get there and like the, the the meats that are left are like the size Nothing. of a saltine cracker. Yeah. So yeah, it just got annoying. So I I want to flat flash my cash, have the hot ass come in, flash, and. That's uh, fun. That's wild. yeah. And let's go, <laughs> but lay in your motherfucker. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, you know that's that was that's a good one because like I, you know you take advantage, like, and this is breakfast, lunch, and dinner is not just dinner. Well, cost extra. I have to look into the other meals. Maybe we all get a well. A if she's, brunch st- if she's staying at night, if she's staying a midnight night, snack. You know, hey. Scramble <laughs> eggs and bacon in the morning, you, you know, whatever. But yeah, it, I got you there. That's a good one. I, I went a little differently for this one. I'm, okay. I, and obviously my apartment, I can't do that. But I would, I would put in a bowling alley. You motherfucker! Yeah, I know. You knew you had it. Um, and my thought is like, there's probably technology now, like with Zoom, you know. You can have put in a bowling alley in your house, and like someone else has a bowling alley in their house, and you can play them. Yeah, you know, and it keeps track of the score. There's no cheating because, like, what's the guy going to run down and knock pins down? Whatever. Well, no. um, I have. I told you I do that with Dark Connect. I have that with you. They have they have apps where you can see their dartboard, and you're in your own house, and you you full blown get it on. You you could do that with bowling. I don't see why not. Yeah, that would be my thing. I would put that in because I I do enjoy bowling. Um, we're not going to be able to go bowling for a while, I think. Yeah. I think you consider yourself a decent bowler, but I'm a phenomenal this, bowler. You you don't really match up well to me. I will dominate you. Um, oh my fucking god! Right? Well, if you give yourself like a 64 handicap? No, listen. I, I was in leagues before. I don't think you know. Like we haven't really gone ball. Have, have we ever gone bowling together? Maybe once. Do I have to go bowling left-handed? Like what? What are we talking here? Let me guess. You're, do you throw a straight ball? I'm both. I'm both. Do you throw a straight I, ball I, mostly? I, no, I do the hook and the straight. I'm about a 60-40 straight guy. Okay, fine. Yeah, Moses. You're one of them pricks that just has to, even if the pin's all the way to the right, you, you still throw the hook? Yeah, well, it depends. Uh, I don't know what number pin that is. That's a tough is. one. But, uh, yeah, I can hook it and hit that pin if I want to. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not like I'm not like really good, dude. I've never. All right, put it this way: I've never bowled a 200. So you're probably better than me. I, I bowled mean, a 200. I've never bowled a 200. I bowled like a 191 before. If 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 me and you went right now, I I'd, I'd be confident in bowling anywhere from one 150 to 180 in an average of three games. So really. Yeah. You're that confident? Shirtless. 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 Yes. <laughs> Is that funny? I think I, I think I feel a fantasy football bet coming on here. <laughs> I think if I beat you in this uh, in this year's fantasy football league, you got to bowl shirtless for like three games. Okay. And if I win? You have well, football. I mean, you're, you're saying you're the better bowler and the better fantasy football person. You're going to win so there's no odds on my end i do remember beating you in the championship in this oh, league listen, we, all right so listen how about this if if, you, if if 
If you win, then I'll dress up like a Hooters girl and make you dinner for like a whole week straight. <laughs> so both of our fantasies are being fulfilled here. So, Jackie, get me that throw bucket, please. Now, <laughs> now, now, please. That was harsh. All right, so listen, obviously you stole my third one, but I added to it. It wasn't just bowling. Yeah, I, I know your uh, stipulation was money isn't an issue. I took it one step further, just as uh, just as you did. I was room is not an issue, and I yeah. wanted a full blown game room, bowling, pool tables, ping pongs, uh, darts, vintage arcade, and some sluts. <laughs> Why don't you just put a pole down there? Maybe a pole. <laughs> well, that will. Like yeah. a pole. Yeah, yeah, you know, get the lounge chairs, yeah, yeah. get the poles. Just, I'm in it, man. I'm just I'm... a man's wet dream. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you <laughs> That's took... what the name of the place would be. Yeah, that would, that would be Spence's wet dream. No, it'd be oh, quarantine. It would be called quarantine wet dream. All right. Listen, that's you kind of took all of them. Like, I one thing you didn't mention because I, I had jacuzzi too as well. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's a realistic. I mean, it's not realistic for my apartment, but like, I could would love to have a jacuzzi in here. But um, you didn't name this for the games. I would put in an axe throwing little pit there. Oh, shit. You know what? That is modern. That is new. And uh, we have done it once together, right? Once? Twice? Once or twice. Yeah, I don't know. Once or twice. It, it was like that's a big fun. thing. Remember, it was like a huge thing for a while now. Like, well, I guess nobody's talking about it now because no one could go do anything. But yeah, no. But it would be. It kind of died down. Yeah, I guess. Bit. Yeah, like two, three years ago, if somebody was like treating their husband oh, for, a, for a night party. out. Yeah. <laughs> it yep. was always about the, 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 the axe throwing. I mean, it's fun. And I, I enjoyed it, but like. I fun. Our friend Farrell, he beat me in the freaking last shot in the, in the in the final. He had, he had to hit a bullseye or I won the whole thing. And that prick nailed it dead center. Do you remember that? You're well. You do, and you're still very tilted about it, which is interesting. Obviously, uh, obviously, yeah, you're bringing something up from like a year and a half ago. Play to win, baby. Play to win. <laughs> no, no, they were fun. I enjoyed it. it I mean, <clears throat> honestly, I just wanted just for like anger. You know what I mean? Like when I'm like stressed and I'm like, I need to, I want to throw an axe against the wall or something. You know that. No. Would, we that can turn that in the quarantine wet dream foundation. I mean, the whole to... the quarantine wet dream foundation. All these yeah. games, yeah, all the games, all the slots, all the poles, poles, constant Hooters wings, alcohol, constant alcohol. Did we say sluts? Yeah, we got that in there, pal. Okay, hashtag right. sluts. Hashtag um, sluts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I. I I can't believe I'm saying this. For do I dare say for once we're in full blown agreement, like across the board, top to bottom, left to right? Is this? I, yeah, I mean, we think we had two out of the, we each had we had two out of our three things were matching basically. But we each loved our shit. Like we, we neither one of us was like, okay. Did you not love having a jacuzzi? How could you not love having a bowling alley? And everything else we just named. All right. Uh, what time is it? It is six fifty four. I just got to work. Down the time, the date. Timestamp the uh, agreement. We're, we're, we also we're, also timestamp the the uh, bet we just made. So I will collect on oh that. Yeah. This is going on record. 
PayPal. So uh, <laughs> now it's not only a verbal see, agreement; it's on the internet. So I'm well, you're, uh, let me shorten this up. You're not coming over in in a fucking Hooters uh, Daisy Dukes for an entire week. I'm gonna make you do it for a night for sure. You're gonna go pick up Hooters wings. You're gonna go on Amazon, get the attire, and you are going to bring me Hooters wings. And here's the problem: I don't know as much as the as much as the co- the workers would love to see this, I don't know what bowling alley is going to allow me to bowl shirtless. I mean, so it ain't got to be some big thing. Like you can like right before we start the game, just you know throw the shirt off and just start going until somebody tells you otherwise. Sir, you're uh, lane eleven right over the whole fucking speak lane eleven. I'm going to need you to put your shirt on, please. Actually, keep it off. If you're that com- if you're that confident, you know maybe you're okay. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, we'll, go, we'll go to like one of the midnight bowling ones where it's like dark, so nobody's yeah. gonna see you. You can okay. just take I'm take okay it off, it. take it off, and maybe, all the neon you know lights are. Maybe you can like put like some uh, that paint stuff that glows in the dark. And you can say, yeah, like, on the yeah. back of your back, right, like, I'm a horrible fantasy football player, and okay. just bowl with okay. that on your back. All right. Fair enough. I like Deal. it. I'm shaking your hand. I'm shaking your hand right now over the air shake. Over, over the fair air shake. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> so, All you right. know, besides horrible fo- fantasy football bets, do you have any other fantasy football pet peeves? Ooh, pet peeves, eh? That's I have a handful of them. Oh, okay, know. you know, I I made this topic up, and I figured I was like, you know, he's just gonna freaking nail me for everything I've ever pissed him off about with running a league. So no, no, I didn't go that route. But if you want, we'll go that route later. But um, all right, here's my first one, and a lot of them piss me off, but nothing pisses me off more than this. You're in a tight matchup. It's literally down to the wire. Every freaking yard, every point counts. And your guys, your guy is about to eclipse the 100-yard mark, 90 yards. One more catch, 94 yards. Catch for five more yards. He's at 99 yards. That's that. You miss your one more yard for a catch. So that's a PPR. That's a point for the catch. Another point getting to 100, and then the five point. That's seven fucking points, crucial points that you did not get because your prick had to stop at the 99 yard mark. I hate that. And you got to look at it. And the stat, and then two 99s are looking right back at you with middle fingers coming out the front. I hate it. Yeah, but I mean, that's the whole point of a bonus. If you don't hit the bonus, you don't get it. Obviously, you've never, you know, I've worked in car sales and this and that where like if you sell x amount of cars you get this much money if you don't sell that amount of cars you miss it by one you ain't getting that bonus man okay but say you had to sell 20 cars in however long i'd rather sell 12 cars and like hey okay i did okay i did good but i didn't get the bonus eight more okay if you get to that 19 mark and then you think you're about to get that sale and then a person says nah change my mind and walks it it's a punch to the face Get 98 yards. Get 96 yards. 99 yards. It's happened to me multiple times. It's very, very. It's a tease, and it's frustrating. It's and a, it it's, it's, that goes under bad beat. That's a bad beat. Yeah. Well, that's not pet. so much a pet peeve. If the bonus wasn't there, you wouldn't have to worry a, about it. It but is there, though. 
Yes. Not every league has that, but like I get what you're saying, but like that's a pet peeve just because you didn't get it. I mean, how many of those do you get because of that one catch for zero yards got you over that 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 point there? You know, whatever I'm saying. Like there's every year I have around the other end too. A running back or receiver finish at ninety nine. It's happened to me every year and it's gotta stop. We'll have to send a send a note to the league to round up. Is that what you want to do? No, a strongly written letter. <laughs> if if a player is ninety nine yards, you have to round up. There's no way we can deal with this anymore. Just round up. It doesn't matter, you know. And they right, the way right. they keep track of stats is kind of tough with that too. But oh, yeah. no, I mean uh, something that reminds me of that. Like this is like a betting thing. Like the Super Bowl at your party. At your party, I think I convinced Nick to bet on the over of Patrick Mahomes. I think it was like forty four yards or something like that rushing like he had to rush over 44 yards to win the bet it was a lock he actually had 44 yards going into the fourth quarter and what did he do he he kneeled the kneeled the ball like three times yeah and it got him under under the number all right i gotta call you out on that i mean you made fun of my at least mine was fantasy football related that's a super bowl prop bet i can't you i can't give you that one for a pet i'm not using that as my thing i'm just Saying it relates to your oh. thing. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm just saying that that's a bad beat, and that falls under that same category. I feel like it's just it's a bad beat. It sucks. Beat. Yeah, what beat. are you gonna do? Either way, you're beat. He was pissed, but I think he was so drunk that I told him when he when he crossed over for whatever that I I forget what the yardage was. I was like, "Yo, dude, you won the bet." And like he was like, "Yeah," and I think by the end of it, he was too drunk to realize, and I didn't tell him he lost it because. The guy, Patrick Mahomes, kneeled three times and got like negative. Did you get his yards. money? Did you take his money? No, anywhere? I didn't bet with him. He bet on in like a oh, wow, app wow, or okually. something like that. Gotcha. So he probably, I don't even know if he realized it, but he did lose the bet after he we thought he won the bet. He probably still doesn't know. He has he's no, probably, he's absolutely zero clue. And I didn't want to tell him because it might piss him off. Right. He probably still thinks it's in the mail. Yeah, he probably thinks it's in his account somewhere. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> he spent the money so, somewhere. I don't know. Oh, God. All right, go. Give me enough for the fucking I'm going to say this props. one. I mean, me. this is like, a, this is like a, a pet peeve of maybe people in your league, but like, and maybe and maybe some of mine are slanted because I, I run the league that we're in, so I get a lot of this feedback. Okay. I'm going to call this the my other league guy. Okay. We're gonna okay. na- we're gonna name this guy. This is like that's his name. Okay. That's his name. It's an anonymous name. It's not pointed at anyone. But are you pointing at me before? No, you even- actually, I don't think this actually applies to don't you. Okay. I mean, maybe a tiny bit, like, but not gonna, an, not in an egregious manner. I was gonna air that. punch you. All right, go ahead. <laughs> it's not really about. I mean, maybe you've done it before, but like not in like an egregious way. All right, but I'm it, listening. Just shut up. Um, my other league guy. So it's it's basically like. You know, if you change something or every year, it's like, you know, we're figuring out, this, you know, the new rules, this and that. And it's like, well, and even during the season, it's like, well, my other league, they do this. Or my other league, they, you know, send out a, 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 a reminder. Like, it, it's like it, everything is never good enough for that person. It's always right, like right. my other league guy or I got gotcha. you. Know, it it, it kind of just pisses me off that like every time, like, yeah, we're not the same league, like. You know, well, my guys, they, they we get a point per, you know, when the guy goes to the sidelines and takes a swig of Gatorade, you know, mm-hmm. that counts. It's like, 
no, no, dude, we're not going to do that here. Like, it's just not going to work. <laughs> like, right, right. I, he's I, over. I, he's over the top. I get he's it. Over the I top. You, you and I have discussed like what we could do to make the league better. There's nothing wrong with a discussion or a suggestion here. I think one thing I did have a hand in. I was hardcore like Boomer. I think for the waiver wire in our in your uh, Yahoo league, I think uh, the one you're running. I think we should totally do the everybody. Everybody puts a wager in on the fab, player fab they budget. want. We Fra- do. Fab budget. Yeah. Called, so. The fab budget. Yeah, I'm, that was I'm a, a major. Thing. I mean, obviously, no, I'm open to suggestions. It's just, it's not yeah. that. It's like, that over the top dickhead, though. Yeah. It's just, you know, you got to hear it from. And then you got to hear about, oh, I did this. And you know, it's like, dude, I don't, nobody cares. Like, whatever. You want to talk about stuff within the league? That's fine. But, like, I don't want to hear your feedback from your, your, your other idp league or whatever like nothing matters in that regard as opposed to that right 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 so that's a pet peeve yeah that's just a behavior thing that you see within the league but my other that's something about that's that's a behind closed doors thing that you just want to slam that guy's head in a car door it's not so much something that happens on the football field not necessarily it's it's open to other things it's just you know it's kind of a wide topic so you went a different angle there i like it i like it all right I'm going on the field here, all right? This this uh, makes me lose hair follicles. When my uh, my uh, feature running back gets vultured by the backup at the goal line after my running back did all the work to get them there. And then and convenient enough, coach says, come on in, you need a breather. And some, some dick you don't even know, you don't even, you have to like, you have to get a thesaurus out to even find out his name. Uh, it gets the touchdown from the one. I, I mean, I, I, I have broken TVs from it. It's just so frustrating. I'm lying about the TV thing, but it, it's getting your freaking touchdown vultured by the backup, nothing much more frustrating than that. No, you're right. Uh, I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, that's, again, that's something everyone deals with. And it's a it's a pet peeve of mine, though. I mean, there's nothing you can do. You're, you're, you're going to write. Do you want to write the coach? But listen, man. Like you can't take out, um, you know, Zeke at the end when he's on the first yard line. You can't take him out or Dalvin Cook and put in Madison or whoever it is, and and do it. You can't write the coach and tell him that. So especially when your guy does all the hard-earned work to get him there. Gain of 18, screen pass for 25. They do that to, to give, him a, give him a breath, dude. Give him a breath after he runs that last three fucking feet, okay? Then, he, then, the, deep, then the special teams has to go on for the extra point. Then the special teams has to go on to do the kickoff. Then the freaking defense goes in. He could get a hand job on the sideline in that time frame. Like, let him run in the last freaking yard and, and help my freaking team get that six points. And there is nothing worse than when you look at – yeah, yeah, you almost cheer like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, the guy turns around and he's got a totally different jersey number on. Oh, ho, ho, ho. infuriating. Yeah, well, you know, that happens Eating. with tight ends a lot too, I feel mm-hmm. like. You'll get yeah, it could happen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of positions, but like, yeah. Running know. backs, it's most crucial. You, you don't necessarily hear people say, oh, 
my tight end had a touchdown vulture. I mean, it does happen. I mean, uh, Dallas Goddard steals some touchdowns from Ertz. You know, it happens. But but when you're running back, remember back in the day when like Warwick Dunn was the feature running back to for the Falcons to Vic and they had Crumpler and Peerless Price. I mean, Warwick Dunn did some serious damage in the aerial attack and running there. Then they'd get to the one, and like fat ass TJ Duckett would come in and just slam the <laughs> touchdown home. <laughs> do you remember that shit? I do. They were all spot. Oh no, yeah. you're talking about Falcons done. Yeah, yeah, uh, Falcons. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Bay, but like, yeah. yeah, you could use that as an example. He, he well, would you know, do you that hate, when... You're an Aaron Jones hater, apparently. So, but like, they don't yeah. do that with him that much. They'll, they'll, it'll they'll change. Get to the one yard line, and they'll just give it to him three times until no. he gets in. You know, so not after not after their draft. That was last week. Stop living in the past, okay? Hey, well, you know, we gotta go back. I mean, you what you say on here is canon. So, like, uh, if you hate on Aaron Jones, you're known as an Aaron Jones hater. It's almost that. I'm not hating on Aaron Jones. He's a phenomenal football player, but his ceiling, it, it, he he is pointing downward. All right. Dude. Do, do we have to make another shirtless or, or tidy whitey's bottomless bet? We're not going to do it this time. <laughs> My mom told me to only bet with one at a time. One at a time. We'll go with that bet first, but I'm, I'll come up with something okay. else. Don't worry. Okay. Well, bring it. Bring it. Something bring. I think it might be golf related, but you know, we'll get back to okay. that. Okay. I think our lists are different because I think you may have understood this topic a little differently than I have, but that's okay. I think it's good to have a mix of things, but you know, my thing is, and, and this is something any league, any league gets pissed off at people who ghost on a team, if that makes sense. Who, like, you invite someone okay. into the league, they're like, yeah, good. they draft the team. And then, like, week three, they just don't, they stop putting people in. I think that's a universal thing that's, that's hated. Um, yeah, of course. We can all agree on that. But, like, I, I've noticed this, and even in our league, and our league's pretty tight with people, like, people don't, like, I think I've got it down to a point where, like, everyone's into it. Like, there's no, like, your cousin's aunt's, like, niece who, like, I think that's actually just still your cousin. But um, mm-hmm. you're, like, some, like, family member that's, like, just in it because you needed a body that just does it. Like, ours isn't that. But, like, people who, like, get in last place, like, if they're in the last two teams and they're it's the last couple weeks of the season and they, they just aren't – they aren't picking up players. They aren't trying to win and, like – you're playing against – you're in a death match with somebody for, like, last place to get into the playoffs, and they're playing the last place team. And the last place team isn't, like, doing anything. They got, like, players on the bench. They got players on bot. It's like, dude, you need to – like, that pisses me off when, like, you're in a race for a playoff spot. Yeah. And the other guy's playing a team that's, like, not giving a shit. And, you know, you're right, playing up against the first place team. Or so. So, like, yeah, I mean, that's just to kind of, like, get really dig, dig down to it where it really fucking really sucks because, you know, yeah, nobody likes people that just don't – that ghost yeah, you, on a team. I, but, I've done it before where I've reached out to that guy and said, listen, dickhead. Oh, I've done, it, I've done it to you a couple times. I yeah, think. You, you, got, you got this guy on your bench. Let's go. Put him in. Why, well, <laughs> just, why do you have a guy that's retired on your starting lineup? I know I have to do I have to do it to Todd a lot. I've done it to Todd a lot, and like in our league, like you can win the league and be in last place the next year. I think Todd's done it, and like I'm pretty sure you have done it. 
give me your props. You won the league, but like I think you had a couple basement dweller years. But it, there's a lot of like it, the, the league is so tight where you, it can go like that sometimes. But like, yeah, I've had to reach out. Like, dude, like you need to pick. That. I would like tell him. I would like give. I would not even like be very nice about it. Like, you need to drop this guy, pick up this guy right now, get this dude in there, and he'd be like, okay, that's fine. He'll do it. Like, I feel Real bad. Quick, it's we- kind of dirty, but like. Listen to me. I'm 100% agreement with you, but can you rewind on that props thing you just gave me for winning the league? I don't remember who my opponent was in the championship. I, I, was it me, actually? Um, I don't even remember. Was it me? It was you. All right. Well, good. I was second place that year. I did well. Yeah. Patty was proud. Oh, we're bringing we're bringing moms up on the podcast now. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Oh, man. Uh, right. Yeah. So, what did you get? Is there another one for? Did we do two for this one? I think we did a few on this. I actually, real quick, actually, I am going to go something that's not on the field because yeah, I went with two things on the field. Like, I think fantasy football pet peeves, like. You're watching the you're watching the fucking game, like you're. And listen, I respect your angle on it too. Uh, you're you're talk, talking about stuff that happens, like you know, behind the computer. Yeah, I was like, talking uh, league specific stuff. League specific like people that I, piss you off in the league and stuff like that. Okay, I got something that's that that route. If you're go if for you, it. If you're uh, interesting and in listening, what do you got? You know, okay. This pissed me off. There's always that one asshole in the league that strings you along with a trade. I mean, I'm talking a trade that's got you hard. Like, you're looking at it. You're like, oh, my God. Like, you already start, like, putting in your thing. Like, this would be my starting running backs. This this would be my starting lineup. And the negotiations are made. The agreements are made. You guys, you guys do the whole nine yards. And then when it finally comes to, you know, maybe he's like, all right, I'm driving home from work. You're like, dude, just push the button now. Push the button. I'm driving home from work. Let me get home. Let me change my pants. Let me look at it. I like the deal. All right. And then he gets home and changes his fucking pants and he gets home. You're like, well, uh, yeah, after looking at it and it's been 17 hours of your life, your, 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 your face is transformed. Your hair's gray. Like your whole, uh, the boner hasn't gone down. And then he literally just chops it down and says, nah, you know what? Looking at it, no go. There's always that dick that in the league that strings people. And then you look online and you see transaction made and you see he just made a trade that was like (laughs) ridiculous. Like, (laughs) yeah, three minutes. And here, and then that's when you realize he was doing that same. Uh, boner trade talk with somebody else, but he didn't pick your boner. He picked his. And it's just, I hate that person. I really do. I mean, yeah, I hate that too, but it's kind of just like playing the game a little bit. You know what I mean? He's not beholden to you. He just, that's a pet peeve. You gotta talk him into it or talk him out of it. That's a good pet peeve. That's a good pet peeve. I I mean, this is, of course, you picked a trade pet peeve. Given you know you basically bulldozed our league last year with one trade, but we won't get into that. But I'm just saying you, it's a good pet peeve in that regard. Where yeah, I don't like people string me along and then all of a sudden it's off. 
Yeah, and I'm not talking like you and I talked for five minutes and you said, I like it. And then you, and then five minutes later, you're like, no, nah, you know what? His aunt, he's got a bum ankle. I don't like the deal. Uh, you can go fuck yourself. I no, mean, I'm maybe like, I fall into that because, like, if I have, like, a not like a official trade agreement, maybe we're talking and, like, you're offering yeah. somebody, I might throw it out to somebody else, another team, be like, yo, uh, you know, he's offering me this. Like, can you do a little better? So... Yeah, yeah. You know, that's part of the game a little bit, but I mean, yeah, on if you're on the bad end of it, it sucks. Oh no. no it's very frustrating. And you especially when you already start to speculate what your lineup's gonna look like. It, you, you're already telling your friends about it, you're already showing it off and you should tell your friends and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean then he goes, Nope. Oh, are you being are you being the other league guy or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get the other league guy tattooed on my chest. You, you know, yeah, you gotta write that. You, uh, when we go shirtless bowling, you gotta put other league guy on the front, and I suck at fantasy football on the back in like glow pink paint. What's so, this? What's this? What? You just you just opened up. Yeah, baby, Yingling, baby, Yingling. Ooh, ooh Yingling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it? Nah, I hear you. I hear. You. I mean, you, you can. It's a good time to open a beer because we're going to talk some wide receivers. Ooh, wide receiver talk. Okay. This is harder than running backs, I feel like. You know, it's obviously it's a different position, but like. It's a lot more broad. There's yeah, there's so many. A lot. I mean, so much. There's so much depth this year. So, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's the best year to draft wide receivers total. So, usually three on the field at the same time. I mean, there's just so many guys that eat at that position. It's a tough position to read. Yeah, I mean, listen. I think what we're going to build on from last episode was talk about the biggest letdown like who is your who's your biggest fade we don't call him a bust bust is like a trade thing or i'm sorry draft yeah there might be some busts from this year but uh like who are you fading like who's the wide receiver that may have had a great year who you're saying you know what that's just he's not on my draft board i don't care what happens i'm not really gonna go after him you don't think he's gonna have a repeat season in that regard so Okay. Give me who you got. Well, I got a guy who was uh, – he finished last year. He was not – listen, he's not up there like in the likes of like uh, Michael Thomas. like. But he finished in the top 10 last year, and he has an obvious hole at a position, and that's Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen finished ninth in the league last year, PPR. Uh, who throws him the ball? The quarterback. A future Hall of Famer just left town. So, I think he's going to take a hit. You got Tyrod Taylor in there. He's a career journeyman. Uh, they got a nice rookie, you know, but out of, out of Herbert. But he's a rookie. We don't know what he's going to bring to the table. So, last year I, draft, I drafted Keenan Allen in the second round as my wide receiver number one at the end of the second round. And I felt safe about that. He finished ninth in the league. Do you feel safe drafting Keenan Allen this year? I think he's going to take a major hit. So 
No, you're right. That's where and, I went with that and, first one. And once again, why don't you timestamp this because we're in agreement. Um, <laughs> just to let the audience know, we don't talk to each other about our picks beforehand. Yep. So, you know, if this happens, it happens. Um, no, I, I, and I hate that we, I hate that we keep, I feel like we constantly rag on the Chargers. Like, I think we were talking yeah. about Austin Eckler not repeating. Like, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like, I just – I think we're going to see a diff- totally drastically different offense. Unless this, this unless this Herbert guy, you know, comes in, you, you, you just don't know what rookie quarterbacks. He could come in and be the next coming. We don't fucking know. But I'm not going to hang my hat on it. I'm not going to – literally, with all the names sitting there, like you said earlier, there's so much depth. There's so many – names to call like there's there I, Keenan Allen I mean if he slides and slides yeah, and slides, slides I'll gladly I mean, scoop yeah I mean there's, there's there's a point but like do you know of any Tyrod Taylor wide receiver combos that have ever worked no can you name can you I, even name a wide receiver that Tyrod Taylor well, I gotta to? think did he have like Percy Harvin back in the day? I gotta Dude, look I back. Don't I maybe don't even like, know. Maybe like Robert Woods with the with the Bills. Maybe I don't know. Like it's yeah. like, it, there's just yeah. there's nothing there to really sink your teeth in. And I hate it because maybe they do. And I hope. And I I like the Chargers. I hope they have a good season. I hope Herbert's the real deal. But I don't think that's going to happen. A silent Chargers fan. Yeah, you're, I, I, I you're like a backdoor Chargers fan. I do, and I do enjoy some Chargers. I do. I kind of like that their style out there and I've always and I liked Philip Rivers and I liked the offense they ran I was always a fan of it they were nah yeah he's gonna be a future Hall of Famer he 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 doesn't have the Super Bowls he's got playoff wins but they're they're gonna feel the magnitude of of, uh the departure of Philip Rivers yeah also one small point growing pains and and won't be great at least for the beginning of the season and beyond I feel like one small point on that. I also feel like they're going to expand Mike Williams' role on that team. So uh, that could eat in the Keenan Allen as well. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I, I can see that too. They um, drafted him high. He got injured. He he shined a little, little bit last year. I feel like this year they're going to make it a point to get with the younger guy. He's the future Keenan's. Not old. I think he's only 27. I'd have to look it up, but yeah, like I 20s, feel like it's I feel like yeah, yep, injury pass. So Keenan Allen's my first pick. What you got? Well, I mean that we were in agreement on that one. So I mean, I like them. I think my Williams will be, but like I, I honestly, I think it's just going to be like run first, Justin Jackson, like you know, control the ball. They have an excellent defense. They have huge depth at defense yeah. as far as playmakers. So like, it's just going to be a team that just grinds you down on defense you know that's what they're going to do and you know yeah hopefully maybe they get into some uh like shootout games with kansas city and such but like it's not going to be every every game so yeah i'm a little worried about his fantasy production but i got a really off the wall one that's going to kind of surprise you i feel like because i've been on i've been on the bucks train a bit i think on the last episode i talked about them i'm pretty high on them but i know I think, who you're going i think mike evans is yep. kind of getting going to get lost in the shuffle a little bit um yeah. i think he's still very draftable you know second round third you know whatever yeah. um second round second round absolutely but like the, I, I i think again it's a difference in the quarterback i don't think he's going to be 
relied upon as much as Jameis Winston has relied upon him. Uh, this is going to be Godwin's show. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm all about the Godwin, Godwin stuff. I, I would draft Godwin over Evans all day, which he will be. Same. Same. Um, Same. But the uh, – The Gronk effect. The big thing is, yeah, they, they want to go to – and this is just word on the street type of thing. Yeah. Bruce Arians wants to go to a 12 personnel <clears throat> offensive scheme a lot, which is two tight ends. So they want to put Gronk and O.J. Howard out there. So that's – going to like eat up some of like the targets I feel like for for Evans I think that just you know Jameis Winston late in games last year would just rely on him you know what I mean he had bad yeah. games too but like it's like that that quarterback that just like only looks at his first look like think about the two the difference in quarterbacks like Mike Evans is the first option for Jameis Winston yeah and, and they t- young quarterbacks will look at their first option first and if nothing's open go run or throw it away or go to that guy just and try to stuff the ball in. So Tom Brady, I mean, he's going to first option. He's he's the like his sixth option. <laughs> you know, he's going to check down the running backs. His know? eyes all over. Yeah, so I mean, the, the stuff's going to be spread out a little bit more and I think I don't see too much of a change for Godwin. I think it's just going to be great and I think he's going to be touchdown it's going to be increased touchdowns but i just don't see mike evans getting that same production as last year which it's a shame i think he's still draftable i think we can still kind of rely on him to have good games but i don't see him being some huge breakout guy next year yeah no he's drop off is what, what i really feel like yeah the added personnel in itself uh you added two new england patriot buds uh, tom brady and gronkowski in itself He's going to have a silent heart on for Gronk. When he drops back, he knows Gronk's there. Godwin, I feel like, is outdid uh, Evans. I mean, I feel like he 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 could turn into the essentially the third fiddle. Mike Evans, when you thought Buccaneers the last four years, you thought you thought Evans. You didn't think about anybody else. Somehow, some way, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think Mike Evans may be the third fiddle in that off. By the end of this season, it could be. We'll yeah. see. You know, okay. I'm still I'm I'm all about Godwin. I feel like you know nobody's. I don't think Gronkowski's gonna have some blow up here, but I think he will be productive. I think he'll get touchdowns. I think he'll look for him in the in the red zone and takes. That's, that, that's yes. Mike Evans's thing is getting touchdowns in the red zone because yes. he's a big target. Yep. yep. Who's gonna Who's the number one guy you would think would take it away from that? And that's Gronkowski. So. Exactly. There's only one football. There's only one. One end zone. Uh, Grunk is going to take a lot of footballs and touchdowns away from. I wouldn't say a lot, like not 2012 Grunk, but like he's going to yeah, take some. Think per- about it this way. I think you know we keep talking about everyone keeps bringing up Grunk's age and this and that, but like look at who's look. I'm going to bring it back to the Chargers, but um, now I'm drawing a blank with the tight end name. Who's the guy who's been there uh, since Hunter? Hunter? Oh, Antonio like Bush Gates. Administration. No. Yeah, like a, yeah, Gates George Bush in like nineteen ninety. Yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah, the like he's he had a like a productive year a couple of years ago, and like that, I think that's going to be that type of relationship. Like Brian, yeah. probably Brady can throw a ball with his eyes closed and know where Gronk is at. So, you know, we'll see a lot of that this year. But yeah, I'm with you. I think Gates got drafted the first episode of Full House. I at least mid season where. Um, Uncle, Uncle, uh, what's his name? Uncle Joey. Uncle, Uncle Joey <laughs> had yeah. the twins. Maybe I don't know. 
Oh no, that was Jesse. That was Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Jesse had they had the twins and Lori Laughlin. I just I just remember watching the draft that night and seeing Gates get drafted and then also asking my mom if I had time to watch the first episode of Full House. I I got you. Yeah. You might be they go hand in they go hand in. Anyway, I agree with you again. I don't like to say that. All right, I like your pick. I'm going with another guy. Um, he isn't as quite as high up on the board as uh, Mike Evans, but this guy had a uh, quietly. I mean, I kept telling my friend, like, why? I, he's your starting receiver. All right, he's going to fall off. But he kind of never did. He was just consistent, consistent, consistent. And now with the new coach, uh, new system, new quarterback, I've – and they also made a free agent acquisition that didn't light the world on fire, but I feel like he's going to eat into them. I got DJ Moore on my list. Okay. DJ Moore was wow. the. You, you love him, don't you? I, I do like DJ Moore. And go, go on, finish your point, though. All right. So he was 13th ranked PPR receiver last year. Um, I mean, you could, you could draft. He's going to go somewhere in like the. End of the second round, third round this year. Uh, they did pick up a new coach. Again, it's a new playbook, a new quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, who I silently do love. He's a good quarterback. But, uh, I mean, they don't have that relationship together. Uh, also, they did pick up uh, Robbie Anderson off the Jets. Robbie Anderson. They, I think – they even gave Robbie Anderson like I have to look it up. I think they gave him like pretty good money too for a year. So I don't know. And yeah, go ahead. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey demands a lot of balls in the air too. I just feel like thirteenth this past season. Is he going to be thirteenth or better this coming season? I say no. I'm going to change your mind on that. Yeah, I'll tell you why because. We've gotten to a point where this is somebody – he didn't make my list, but or, or obviously didn't make this list for me. But um, here's a couple reasons why you maybe need to rethink that. Okay, the quarterback change is big, right? I'll argue that Cram Newton's not a very accurate passer, but that's another issue. Um, we'll take Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, so he's not he's not a, the, the best. He doesn't have the strongest arm. But look at Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is really – productive with Teddy Bridgewater he didn't really I mean he lost a little step without Drew Brees obviously that's going to happen yeah but Bridgewater Bridgewater was in that system yeah I think he was at the backup quarterback for what two years or one year only there for a year I mean was last year the only year he was there yeah he was hurt the year before he like he wasn't even I think he was on the Jets or something like that anyway Okay, so we have the quarterback thing. I think he can still be, he can be really productive because he he is an over the middle guy and and kept, he's a PPR guy. Um, you mentioned Robbie Anderson, and I think Robbie Robbie Anderson being there is actually going to be the best thing for him because I yeah. think what they're going to do is Robbie Anderson is a deep deep downfield threat, so a lot of decoy, a lot don't of forget about don't forget about Curtis Samuel. Yeah, even him too. But I mean, he, don't forget he's, he's between not. Samuel, between Samuel, CMC, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, new coach, new system, new quarterback, quarterback, wide receiver, 
don't have any repertoire together because they can't even fucking get together. I just feel like this is all going to hurt them. I get what you're saying, but it's just, I, I, I don't feel safe drafting DJ Moore. Not claiming he can't succeed and make me totally wrong right now. I just don't feel safe. Point number three, and you're last getting, year. a really important part is their defense is absolute garbage too. Yeah, they draft it well on defense, but their de- but their defense is horrific, and they're playing in they're playing in that division with domes and high powered offenses. You're I gonna, love domes. Like I said, you're gonna feel <clears throat> the reason why he's ranked so high is because of that. The offense is gonna filter through him. Robbie Anderson decoy down the field. He's gonna eat through the middle, and that's just. If you're if you're drafting PPR, you want he was a PPR monster last year. He's going to continue to be that because I he think only had, he only had four touchdowns though. I I mean yeah. Better, I mean, if anything, the, hope, if anything, he's going to regress towards the mean and have more touchdowns. I feel like I'm saying hopefully those other mouths to the feed don't take away from his PPR. And if if it does, he better get more touchdowns. There's just a lot. There's just a lot to weigh in on. It, there's a lot to weigh on him. In my opinion, it's I, you're almost making it seem like a slam dunk pick. And in my opinion, based on where he f- finished last year, it's iffy and question mark on whether he's going to uh, graduate from there. So, uh, I hear. I, mean, I just it I could go either way. I think he's being drafted in the right spot. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Okay. Who do you got? Well, yeah, we've gotten through that, so. We had the same pick for the Keenan Allen, so but I'm glad we got you. Okay. But DJ, that was good because I disagree with you wholeheartedly. But you know, we'll well, see. go go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, well, well, let's move into who the kind of the opposite of that. Who you think is going to have the comeback year? So someone that may not have done really well last year that's going to bust out. All right, not bust out in a bad way. What's busting out in a bad way? I don't know what you mean, Boomer. All right. I was just saying, I meant being a bust, but not a bust. No, I hear you. I was joking with you. All right. My number one pick. I mean, I mean, fuck. He is nowhere but up to go. This guy got drafted in like, not the first round, but maybe if you were picking 10th and you were hard on for this guy, you picked him on the 10-11 pick, low print. Juju Smith last year, and it's not his fault. I mean, the Saints are the Saints. The Steelers were just week, week, week two. I think Big Ben went down. They had Mason Rudolph, who got his head smashed by Miles Garrett. I don't, I don't even know if his head is back on his body right now, but uh, he's still looking for he, it. He, 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 he's still looking for. It. Juju finished as the sixty-first ranked wide receiver last year. I mean, fuck, if there isn't a superstar on an NFL field that has nowhere to go besides uh, pending health, obviously. He's, he's Juju ranked Smith. seventh. I mean, okay, but athletics rankings of wide receivers, he's ranked seventh. I'm talking a guy who had a lousy year last year and is going to make a comeback. Last year he had 552 yards and three touchdowns. He didn't have his quarter. The year before, he nearly had – 1,500 yards, seven touchdowns. Do I think he's going to get 1,500 yards, seven touchdowns? No, but he essentially digressed 1,000 
yards from 2018 to 2019. So come 2020, I think he makes up for about 750 of those yards. I think him and Big Ben are going to go to town. Yeah. So my comeback. If you feel like I feel like Big Ben's going to have a year of productive football, then yeah. I don't. I don't know that they're going to finish better than seven and nine. The Steelers, on a fantasy perspective, him and who who else does he have to throw to? Deontay Johnson. I know he had a good rookie year last year. They they don't have many mouths to feed. Juju's the guy. I mean, in his defense, he lost his start his his starting quarterback in the beginning of week two. So, I mean, and he also missed time himself. Juju, people drafted him like twelfth overall. Like, yeah, I got my wide receiver. Cool. You just got the 61st ranked receiver that year. Like he, he's my comeback player of the year. I sense a little, little angst. I think you were a, a Juju drafter last year. Honest to God, I wasn't. I'm just, I feel for a lot of bad things have happened to me. Very little good things have happened to me. Anyway, that wasn't one of them. I hope you draft him and he gets 99 yards that first game and you don't get that 100-yard bonus. Oh, so. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> my my comeback's a little bizarre here so let's it's not that bizarre but i mean it's just due to a different team different different angle here so um it's a little risky but brandon cooks new team starting in houston everyone rags on him about the injuries and this and that he really hasn't been injured that much including last year Super deep threat, super deep threat, and you know DeAndre Hopkins leaving. That's 150 targets that are going out the door. So I know Fuller's they there. They gotta go somewhere. I know yeah. Randall Cobb. Yeah. I think it's Randall Cobb that's there. Too, uh, well. Who gives a fuck Kenny about Stills. Randall Cobb? Yeah. Anyway, they have wide receivers, but like Brandon Cooks is some serious talent. I mean, if you go back a couple of years when he was with Drew Brees. Um, Really big deep threat. So, like, if if they can connect a bit, like, that can be something that's really, really dynamic. That that duo. So, I'm kind of. I don't know if he's like someone I'm jumping out of my seat to draft, but I got an eye on him and 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 you know where he's being drafted at. I'm really excited for. So, I'm into him. Yeah, yeah. Cooks, cooks, I cooks. You know, you just asked me about Juju. Oh, it seemed like you got some angst there. I have a little angst against Cooks. Like, maybe throw a dart in his ear because he, he did fuck me last year. I He was my wide receiver, too, besides Keenan Allen. And, again, Keenan got me ninth overall receiver, gave me steady full season. I was happy with it. I didn't have a wide receiver, too, all year because I, I, I kind of just thought Brandon Cooks was going to do his thing, and he sucked last year. He sucked. He absolutely sucked. Uh New, yeah, you said it. New team, new scenery. He's got a good quarterback in Watson. I, I just you – know, he's on his, like – I think he's on – I looked it up. He's on his 97th team in four years. Like, I <laughs> I, I just can't put my finger on he's him. Been, he's been he on as many never, teams as Full House episodes. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just – like, I'm looking at his fantasy numbers last year. Listen to this. This is PPR. Five points. 16, 24, 13. Okay. And then listen to this. 
559-0540837. Go fuck yourself, Brandon Cook. But you're right. He's a deep threat. He that DeAndre Hopkins did leave. That's a shit ton of receptions going out the door. It's got to go somewhere. Could be Stills. Could be Fuller. Could be Cooks. I mean, or yeah. The only thing I, I, I do, sorry, pal, but you know what? I'm not sorry because you disagree with my last one. Uh, the new running back in town there, okay? DJ. He, he's, kind of a, he's kind of a PPR guy too, so. Yeah, but I can only I, help I though, man. I mean, if, 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 if the defense – I know it can take away, but, like, if a defense has to worry about a big-name running back like that, like, it leaves space for wide receivers, so. He's got upside and ceiling, but I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm kidding with you, buddy. I love you. I'm kidding. Yeah. All right. Um, you just like, I, I want to end a segment with that. You tell me to go fuck myself just once, please. <laughs> once and in, in, in any time. We'll, we'll get there. It's fine. Uh, well, who's your guy? All right. I've been hard on you. I, I, this episode, I've been hard on you. I apologize. All right. Um. I got a guy that underwhelmed for him. It isn't uh, for a lot of other people. You'd be, if it was me putting up those numbers, I'd be happy with it. I mean, but for him, he underwhelmed a little bit. And I predict this coming year, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna shine. And I'm going Odell Beckham. A lot of people. We're jerking off to Odell Beckham last year, and Baker had an. Uh, Baker was a rookie the year before, and he uh, he moved the ball. He, he he just excited guy. He had Landry at the time. He didn't have he 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 was the Browns nation was crowning themselves Super Bowl champions last year. If you don't remember, they they, they were, and it they didn't won, work. They out won. That way. They won the preseason. They won the pre. They were the preseason super. Yes, they were the Super Bowl preseason champs. But Beckham in particular. I mean, last year he finished with seventy four receptions, not too shabby. Uh, he eclipsed a thousand. He got a thousand thirty five by a ball hair. He got across. He only had four touchdowns. But in his heyday with the Giants, he was scoring twelve touchdowns, thirteen, ten, uh, the whole nine. I think he's only got a same thing I said before. He's only only way to go for him is up. They got a new coach. I think Kitchens, who got fired, was fucking holding their offensive back. They got the the the, the new offense. They the coach from the Ed Stefanski. He was Stefanski, offensive he coordinator was, for the Vikings last year. Eighth rank. He got the best out of Kirk Cousins. He really did because a lot of – say what you want. A lot of people were shitting on Kirk Cousins for a while. And guess who was picking up Kirk Cousins for fantasy last year? Pretty much everybody. Uh, I think Stefanski had a lot to do with that. And they had Dalvin Cook there. You got Nick Chubb here. You even have Kareem Hunt. Go fuck yourself, Kareem Hunt. I'm a Chubb holder. But I, I think they – and Jarvis Landry. I, Odell Beckham is one of the best athletes in the NFL. I think he's going to – Get way more than four touchdowns this year. They're going to get them involved. Odell Beckham's going to have a comeback season. He fucked a lot of people last year. People drafted him in like the first, second round. Something. I mean, 
you ain't going to do that this year. You're going to get them in the fourth round, and you may get first, second round production out of them. That's 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 all I'm saying, man. I don't disagree with you, but I, I just I can't get on I, I can't get on board with him as a person, if that makes sense. I'm not asking you to make out with the guy. I'm not I'm not the type of person that doesn't draft people because I don't like them or I don't like I'm just I don't know. Sounds to me he's off your board from your tone. I think they got again it's a it's an offense that needs to improve. They they did improve their offensive line, which will help him. Um I, you know, I think Stefanski's going to hold big. I, it's not that I'm like, I disapprove of his talent. I'm not really big on Baker so much, if that makes sense. I don't know if he's the real deal. And I'm not claiming I do. I know he shined as a rookie. He had his moments last year, but he underwent. He had the sophomore slump. He did. So yeah, we got to bite our tongue on. Uh, we got to lock it up. You lock on it up. Baker. You lock it up. You lock it. We got to bite our tongue on Baker, but uh, I just – listen, I don't claim to know who the offensive coordinator – I've just been doing my research. This Stefanski guy, I really think – do I dare say that Cleveland, Ohio finally got something right? I, You know, like Mike Tomlin was a young coach. Uh, uh, McVay of the Rams was a young coach. It's the new trend – I, this dude's 37 years old. He's, he's like our age. Like, I think Young's where it's at. I, I, think, this is where, I think this is where he's going to make the offense of the Browns shine. I think, Odell he, I think he gets traded, to be honest with you. But, hey, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, there's a chance he breaks out and has a huge year. He only had four touchdowns last year. I mean, I at least like him to get seven or eight this year. There's no way they're not going to try to get him. They have a lot of options there. I mean, they got Hooper, Austin Hooper now, too. Yeah, they did pick up Hooper. And that's still, they got that Njoko. Njoko, Njoko. Two great running backs. So, I mean. Jarvis Landry. I know. He's just. Is he ever going to be happy? Like, is he ever going to be happy with the amount he's throwing, the targets he gets? I don't think so. I hear they, that's why that's why they played a game and you and I make the big bucks. Yeah. Really. <laughs> um, all right. Well, my guy, I, same kind of vein with your your um, first pick is, and I'm kind of you know I have a little bias towards my ex Chargers, and I'm thinking I'm getting on the T Y Hilton train again, and I'm tilted too because I've drafted him in some of his bad years and it's pissed me off. So. Yeah, yeah. I drafted him the year Andrew Luck never played. He's like Juju Smith-Schuster. He had 500 receiving yards last year with like you know only a couple five touchdowns. But I mean, you got you got Philip Rivers there now. It's a little different story. Like he likes to sling the ball down the field. He may throw some picks. He may screw the game up. But they're gonna go for it. They have a great offensive line, and like as much as a great route runner Keenan Allen is, and he is. I don't think he's like the combination of speed and route running that T.Y. Hilton can be. No, I love your pick. I do. Uh, Philip Rivers is, he, again, a slinger. Uh, Brett Farvesk, you know what I mean? But uh, he's going to find T.Y. Hilton. T. Y., t. I'm a T.Y. guy. I, I, I'm a t. He, he, he's fucked me in the past. But, uh, yeah, I think Rivers and T.Y. are going to hook up a lot for sure. Yeah, I, I got faith in it. I mean, it's just – the injury thing. He was the fifty eighth. He was the fifty eighth ranked 
wide receiver last year, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, so. I mean, it's, I mean, he he was. I think he did have injuries. Plus, you know, not to say nothing too much about Jacoby Brissett, but I mean, they that wasn't the type of offense they're going to run. They're they're going to run a different offense this year. And um, scares me. Didn't they offer? Didn't they offer him like an extended contract last year? If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know why. I don't. I don't yeah. know. Nah. No, no, I, I like the pick. I like T.Y. He's, he's a stud. He, he finished 58th last year. He's got a, he just got a major upgrade at quarterback. It, you know, he is trending upward. I'd say. I'm with yes, you. sir. So, yeah, so now we're going to do kind of like go into some late-round steal wide receivers. Okay. Who you got as okay. far as like – Somebody real late round that you want to invest in that has a chance to kind of bump into that that top echelon of wide receivers. And like I said, when we set this in the beginning, I looked at them like it's a hard, it's harder than you think. It's like there's just the opportunities aren't there for some, and you know it's not exactly easy to jump from a you know third or fourth in the depth chart to number one. So you know, okay. I'm curious to see who you got and what kind of. I I got a few guys. I I, I got one. I got one guy who um, gives me the chills to say his name for obvious re- reasons. But uh, someone who has zero NFL experience, which would make him a rookie, who you can get somewhere around a hundredth overall this year. If you do the math, that's around the tenth round. C.D. Lamb, the guy who had 62 receptions, almost 1,400 yards, and 14 touchdowns last year in, in his junior year of college. And not just because he did good in college. Oh, Ryan Leaf did good in college. I'm talking about his freaking situation. He's, he's got Amari Cooper and Gallup on either side of him. He's got Zeke behind him. Uh, dare I say Dak Prescott's an okay Good quarterback, sure. His situation is amazing. And, again, you can get him in, like, the 10th round, a guy who put up almost 1,500 yards. Us Eagles Nation wanted him to fall on us, and we were pissed when it didn't happen. This yeah, guy's the, the Cowboys give you wide basically risk. picked him to piss us off, and I understand that. And I'm with you. I'm, like, yeah, I, I just – I can – I mean, I think he's got – Tons of talent. He's way better than, or he will become way better than anybody the Cowboys have right now. These are stretch picks we're going with here. Sleeper guys, guys you can draft in the tenth, eleventh round that are going to give you wide receiver one numbers or two numbers. Nobody knows, but shit, does he have a best chance of anybody I can think of? I mean, I mean, anybody that's really good, you're going to get in the fifth round or fourth round or third round. This is a guy, except if, unless you live in Dallas, they're going to draft Zeke in the first round and C.D. Lamb in the second round, maybe even Witten in the third round. <laughs> but anybody else, you can get this guy in like the tenth round, man. Yeah, I can see that. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I, I'm still kind of pissed the Eagles didn't get him or did what they could to get I'm, him, but, you know. I'm talking with my I can't head. Can't argue not with my that. Heart. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, he's got some. There's, there's other wide receivers there. That I mean, Gallup's going to take a big jump this year, and who knows? Omar's getting some money, so hopefully, I think they're going to throw him in a slot, though. CD Lamb, and 
Gallup and Cooper on the outside, Dak's going to be looking for him in a slot. I mean, yeah. he is a it's gonna stud. Be it's going to be dangerous. I agree. Well, yeah, you. like that. them slot receivers get their shit going, man. I, I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope he gets zero catches for zero yards or negative yards. And, yeah, <laughs> never – yeah. Well, let's no not say that. Them. I mean, listen, you're gonna, if you draft them, you're not going to say that. But uh, my guys uh, took a lot of thinking this this through, and I, I picked me Cole Hardman, question Hardman. mark. Okay, Hardman. okay. Uh, He's, yeah, yeah. He's far down. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm like – so, like, when they drafted him last year, they drafted him because they thought Tyreek Hill wasn't going to be a part of the team. They wanted him right to beat Tyreek Hill. Yep. Yeah, and, like, he showed some flashes, man. I mean, the guy is, a, is like, a clone of T- – of, uh, of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, of Tyreek Is Hill's he wide like, receiver two on their depth chart? If I, 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 don't yeah, even, I mean, I you can't even really call him Ty- – I mean, you got to call – Almost Travis well, Kelsey. Kill number one. Travis Kelsey. No, no, wide receiver. Wide receiver. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, when you don't look, I'm looking at target wise. Like, I'm sure Kelsey gets more targets than anyone on the team. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you can't even almost look at him as a wide receiver. So, like, yeah. when we say wide receiver two on the Chiefs, you're almost Tyreek Hill is Tyreek is wide receiver two. But I think it with a year under his belt and like getting the offense down, like. Yeah, it's just I think they're going to continually try to work and work him more down the field. I mean, maybe he doesn't have those like consistent games with you know eight to ten catches, but he's going to have a good amount of games where he has these long forty, fifty, sixty yard touchdowns. And to be fair for wide receivers, he rookie he was a rookie last year, right? Right. Wookie, wookie, rookie wide receivers don't exactly, unless your name's like Randy Moss, do not exactly light the world on fire in today's day. Uh, Beckham did it. I mean, he comes to mind. But it, it's very tough for rookie wide receivers to light the world on fire first year in. So you're, you might be right. Maybe they got a lot – Big fatty, red, uh, big red's got some plans for him this year. I think know? if he if gets a little more consistent, uh, he can be a he can really break into into that top wide receiver echelon. So like, it's tough. You know, you don't see too many wide receiver twos get into that area, but like everything's off the table with Mahomes and that Chiefs offense. You know, you can't fathom the amount they can they can score at will at any point. So, you know, I. Maybe maybe I look at it from like you know you don't play DFS as much as I do like right I play where like oh Mikael Harmon man nobody picks him today I hope and then he has a he has two three catches for 150 yards or two touchdowns you know so like that's the type of stuff I look at but yeah right. maybe but he won't be dra- as consistent but he could get there this season. DraftKings is different. I mean, you have to pick up like. James Thrash and hope that he goes off for five touchdowns because uh, everybody else is going to have, uh, you know what I mean. Everybody's going to have Devonte Adams and Julio in their lineup. Yeah, lineups. you got to you got to hit you got to hit on you got to hit on a you got to hit on the no pick up some boom or Montgomery at uh, tight end. Um, all right, I like your pick. I like your pick. I got a guy again. C. D. Lamb, amazing situation, rookie. I got a guy, amazing, amazing, amazing situation, veteran. Somebody that you can get in, I want to say, the ninth round this year, somewhere around there. He's uh, 90th overall PPR. 
star, Emmanuel Sanders, just landed in New Orleans Ooh. as the wide receiver number two. Uh, let me tell you about wide receiver number two. Who's their number one? Michael Thomas, wide receiver, rank one in the NFL. Their number two receiver last year on their depth chart was Ted Ginn, which, who ranked 32nd in the NFL, which is the worst in the NFL. The Saints had their worst production from their wide receiver two position in the entire NFL last year. And that's hard to imagine when you think about how electrifying their offense was to know how one-sided it was between Breeze hitting Michael Thomas. Even Jared Cook made some serious noise down the road. Uh, and Kamara kind of did it, whatever. But uh, they had the, no production on the other side of the field. Now you've got uh, Emmanuel Sanders coming in there. I mean, he's he couldn't have landed in a better place. On, and he even quoted the other day, landing with Drew Brees is totally reminiscent of when I landed with Peyton Manning. So how did that work out? Many moons ago, a lot of ages and injuries ago, but – He's in a great situation. You can get him late. He could be a steal, give you a wide receiver two out the ass numbers. Emmanuel Sanders, put it on the board. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely – It's uh, what better scenery change could you possibly go from Drew Locke to Drew Brees? His name's Drew, right? Drew Locke? Something yeah, yeah, Locke. And, yeah, yeah. Master yeah, Locke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Master – Bait lock. I don't know. Master lock. Yeah, no, it's Drew Lock. Drew Lock. He and, and you know, you're going. It's a huge upgrade, and you know, hopefully the the target share. I mean, he was the number one wide receiver in Denver, so like, you know, he's going to number two. But I, I think he'll get his fair share. He should have had the game winning Super Bowl. If I'm not mistaken, he should have had the game winning Super Bowl touchdown catch if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't overthrow him in the back of the end zone. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> or you were too you were too drunk, I think. I was too scared to tell Nick that he lost the under or over rushing yards bet with Pat Mahomes. I was hiding somewhere at that point. And and you were hitting on every girl at the party including my wife. Yeah, I was probably on my second round of hitting on everybody at that point. I'd already gone around once, <laughs> had to go around for the second wave. Oh, just to kind of, you know, I, I promised you I wouldn't tell you to go fuck yourself before <laughs> yes, the end sir. of the episode, so I'm just not going to, okay? <laughs> what do you say we say cheer? Put your, put your beer up high and we'll say cheers to that. We'll you hitting on my wife and our cheers. Cheers to that. Go get it, baby. <clears throat> to many more. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so yeah. All right, I'm with you on that one. I, I'm curious to see where he goes in drafts and stuff like that. Uh, I'm, I got a guy who's not get really, him late. Yeah. Uh, now, this one... It isn't like a huge late round guy, but I do think you see a big jump. Don't maybe take just because maybe just because I'm a huge fan of him, but I'm I'm on the I'm on the Donkey Kong Metcalf train. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't pick that, dude. God. I, I'm I'm all about this guy. I watched so many games, especially him against the Eagles, where like you know oh, just yeah. an inch away. And Russell Wilson's a huge is a very accurate quarterback, but like. You know, I felt like they they were not on the same page all the time. So like, and a year in the books, a year to get used to each other. Like, it's gonna just it, it, way better this year. I think it's a chance to really 
you know, break into that, you know, top 10 type of wide receiver talk. So the days of Doug Baldwin are long gone. The days of Jimmy Graham long gone. You got Tyler Lockett. He's a, he's, he's a nice player. It is Donkey Kong time in Seattle. It is Donkey Donkey Kong Kong time. time. Yeah, man. I love him. Yeah, no, he's uh, uh, I dare say he's going to outdo Lockett. I mean, I, eh, that could go either way, but uh, nice, nice solid pick. I, uh, um, he's he himself proved worthy of the task by getting passed on not once but twice by our Philadelphia Eagles, uh, and along with many on NFL team. What do you get drafted him like the? End of the second round? When did he get drafted? Yeah, I think it was the end of the first, beginning of the second, somewhere around there. Yeah, Mid-second I think he was the second because that's – yeah, but he was supposed to go in like the first round, so he was pissed. But, no, the dude's a stud, and him and Russell, he's got top three best quarterback in the NFL, so he's in a great spot. I like the pick. I'm going to stay in that same division, though. A guy that, again, you're not – Going to get real late, but I got a hard on for him. Okay. Who you got? I'm a Super Bowl losing team, Debo Samuel. Oh, yeah. I know there's a lot of talk around him. But if you look at the list, I mean, every list is different. You can get him in like the fifth, sixth round. Like, you can get, it's not like people are going to be drafting Debo in the first few rounds. Like, you can wait a a little bit and get him in the fifth or sixth round. And, uh, I mean, they got Ayuk, the rookie. I like him. Modern, I Brandon I I- really good. I hear you, but he's a rookie. We just got done saying rookies don't exactly yeah, go nuts. They, they look at their depth chart. I don't even know who these fucking guys are. Like, he's in a, he's in a good spot. I mean, Kittle obviously is going to take away from him, but, I mean – his last four of his last eight games, he eclipsed 100 yards. I mean, Debo Samuel started to get notice in that red jersey, and I, I, I don't know. I just he's just that was him as a rookie. So you know, I looked it up. He he's ranked number one on the wide receiver depth chart. You can get this guy in a, on who was just in a Super Bowl. He's their number one wide receiver in the sixth round. I like the. Debo Samuel as a sleeper. Somebody can get a little late and maybe get some real love from him, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the only reason he's ranked that way is because of how much they run the ball. But I do think it's the, the, yeah, the opportunity is really there for him to, to shine. So I'm with you. And it's, it is a steal, you know, if you can get that guy in the fifth or sixth round and go from there. I just, yeah, he's ranked there because yeah. Yeah. they run the ball 7,000 times a game. But, you know. Who's their running back? Mustard or ketchup? <laughs> Mostert, they got yeah. no, they got they got Tevin Coleman, Mostert. Uh, Do they have Derek, Tevin Coleman? Jarek McKinnon no. is back. Yeah, Tevin Coleman. Yeah. yeah, they still do have Tevin Coleman. They do. Tevin Coleman. Brita. I'm sorry, Brita is the one who Miami, went. Oh, yeah, Brita went to Miami. That's that was my mistake. Colonel Mustard. And, I said, is he? Yeah, French and Jarek McKinnon. And Jarek McKinnon's back. Is he? Uh, French. French we'll is yellow. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I don't know how bad – you're right. They're going to pound the rock. But uh, 
and and Kittle's gonna eat the fuck out of that rock with in the end zone. But when he drops back, not that Marquise Goodwin now an eagle is lighting the world on fire. Now he's not even there. I mean, you've really got. I mean, it's the D, and we'll see what the rookie does. Ayuk or whatever, however fuck you say his name, but Debo Samuel. I mean, he went from a rookie last year. He's probably like fifth on their depth chart, and he's their wide receiver number one. And that's a guy you can get late. Listen here, you heard it here first. Debo Samuel is going to give you some love. Get some love from Debo. Debo Love. Sounds like a porn star name starring Debo Love. (laughs) (laughs) Bowling shirtless, Debo Love. (laughs) That's all I got for now. Wide receivers are tough to go by. Rookies, veterans across, because there's so many of them, but it's I a like deep some, position. I like some of the name drops we throw out tonight, buddy. Any other parting shots? Any, you know, things, comments, suggestions? I'm going golfing today, and you bought you. I drove to your house, and you handed me a golf shirt that doesn't fit you anymore, and you gave me some golf tees and some good pointers. And I think you're a very beautiful man. I won't tell you to go fuck yourself. So thank That's you nice for you. that. That's Just, progress. You know, I helped yes. you out today, but you know, yes. Good luck on your yes. round, and I, I hope you I hope you make it out alive, my friend. That's all I gotta tell you. <laughs> Very wise yeah. advice, compelling we'll, and rich. Thank you, Boomer. We'll end it on that. All right, one clap, baby. Everybody, one clap. Everybody, one clap. See ya. See you, bum. Thank you.